I was dreaming and saw a, a purple alien guy that was short like an Oompa Loompa from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie. He just looked at me and he's like, what? And he just gave me this face. So I went to sleep and all of a sudden I was just floating up. My eyes were closed and it was weird because I was floating and I was spinning, but I'm sleeping and I didn't drink. I didn't do any drugs. So something was off. All right. Welcome to the New Age Human Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurial empaths to become successful conscious creators by diving into alternative health, mindfulness, and innovative technology. Today, we're diving into part three of our four-part series on dream analysis. Now, if you've been following along, you know we've already covered recurring dreams and their significance. Today, we're taking it up a notch and exploring the fascinating world of lucid dreams and out-of-body experiences. So this is like a two-for-one. I put them together just because they're very similar. And if I put them together, you'll understand what separates them, okay? Now, stick with me to the very end as I will share a personal lucid dream and out-of-body experience and also a special bonus at the end. And if you've been following the entire series, you'll know exactly what that is. Now, if you want to support the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and join the newsletter for sneak peeks and heads-up notice on future projects. Let's get to the show. So what are lucid dreams? Now, let's talk about it. In simple terms, a lucid dream is a dream where you are lucid. Duh. No. <laughs> you're aware of the fact that you're dreaming, okay? It's like waking up inside of your dream and realizing you have control, not waking up and thinking you're awake and you're still dreaming, that's a little different. You, you know it's a dream, you're like, wow, this is cool. And for me, sometimes it, it's like, it can last for like a split second. The second you realize, you might wake up and I'm sure you've experienced that. And if not, we got some tips later on on, on the how-tos and whatnot. So this is a whole different ball game from regular dreaming, okay? And we're gonna talk about why and the hows and blah, blah, blah. So if you think that's cool, think of, um, a virtual reality game and and I, I wanted to throw this in there because if you have kids or you yourself like to play games online why not learn lucid dreaming and you can create your own world that you can probably go back to i know that sounds interesting and i'm actually looking for someone who might have already done that so maybe there may be a future episode around that so let's get into the benefits of lucid dreaming outside of what i just mentioned there's more um now Let's say aside of the sheer thrill of what we were just talking about, it can also be a tool of self-discovery, problem solving, and even enhancing your creativity. Ah, you never thought of that, huh? Um, sounds a little obvious, but let's dive deeper. So first and foremost, it's a playground for your imagination, right? You can explore unknown worlds or even meet your heroes, all in a safe, controlled environment, but it's not just fun and games. Self-discovery. Lucid dreams allow you to confront your fears and insecurities in a controlled setting, so helping you understand yourself better. So pay attention to what pops up or what's the first thing that you're curious about experiencing. It That tells you a lot about yourself, right? And I'll go into mine and you'll have an idea of about me. All right, next up is problem solving. Stuck on a business problem or have a creative block? Your lucid dreams can serve as a new platform for brainstorming solutions. Next is skill improvement. Believe it or not, 
practicing skills in your lucid dreams can actually improve your abilities in the waking world. It's like a rehearsal place or space for life. Emotional healing. Lucid dreams can be a form of emotional therapy, helping you process unresolved emotions, especially for entrepreneurial empaths. Enhancing creativity. Lucid dreams can unlock creative potential by offering a space where the rules of physics and society don't apply. So as you can see, lucid dreaming is more than just a cool experience. It's a cool tool for personal and professional growth. So I had a lucid dream. Uh, I'll share two of them. If another one pops up, I'll briefly go over that. But one is I, uh, I was just walking around the neighborhood that I lived at. And then I just randomly realized I was dreaming. I didn't do any technique. I think I was just, I don't know, maybe I was very tired that day and uh, wasn't all the way asleep. But and I just realized I was dreaming. And guess what? If you're thinking about what's the first thing you think about once you have a, a lucid dream, I wanted a spaceship so I could fly around. I wanted a hovercraft, right? I'm a Back to the Future fan. If you're watching the video, you already see my sign. Um, the sign is as flux capacitor 1.21 gigawatts. All right. So yeah, I always wanted a flying car, a hoverboard. And so I just materialized this really cool jet black spacecraft that looked nothing like a car. And uh, I, I don't even, it, it wasn't even like a triangle or a UFO. It was just like a spacecraft that you would see in a video game, let's just say, right? But it was just jet black. And then I just, I think I beamed myself into it or I materialized into it and I just started flying around and I was just so excited I woke up. <laughs> and um, as you do these lucid dreams, you will start to learn how to keep yourself in that dream. Another dream was I realized I was dreaming and saw a a purple alien guy that was short like an Oompa Loompa from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie. And he had Elvis style black hair. So he had a big head. Not because of Elvis, he just had a big head. And uh, he, was he was purple and he was wearing, I think, a purple suit. It was just weird. And I was very excited. I, I wasn't freaked out. I was more excited. I was like, oh, it's an alien and I can ask dreams. So this was more, I didn't know I was dreaming or if I did, uh, I just knew I, uh, I was like, I need to ask him a question because like there's an alien in front of me and I, I'm thinking if there's an alien, they would know everything, right? It's just bad approach. Just don't assume that. <laughs> um, but I was in my teens, teens at the time. So I was still exploring that world. Of aliens. So back to the dream, I was so excited that I asked him the meaning of life, I think, or just like, how do I invent time travel or anti-gravity? I was just asking him some hard questions. And he just looked at me and he's like, what? And he just gave me this like, what the F face. And uh, he just backed away like I was scaring him. And then he just went to another room. And when I opened the door, it was a closet. So that was pretty nutty. All right. So we're going to go into something called out-of-body experiences. We're going to switch some gears up. But before I go into out-of-body experiences, I got a little disclaimer for you. Yes, a disclaimer. So I'm just going to say it and read it. 
The information provided in this episode is for entertainment purposes only. It's not a substitute for professional medical or psychological advice. If you decide to explore OBEs, proceed with caution and consider consulting with qualified experts in the field. So while OBEs offer a range of benefits, they should be approached with caution, especially if you're new to the experience or have existing emotional or physiological concerns. So go at your own risk. And now, out-of-body experiences. Now, if you're not familiar with those, we're going to break that down. They're similar, well, they're, they're abbreviated as OBEs, okay? Now now you're in the world of out-of-body experiences, and now you know the lingo, right? OBEs. So unlike lucid dreams, where you're aware, but still in a dream state, OBEs feel like you've actually left your physical body. Some say there's a silver thread that connects you to your body from your pineal gland or just where your third eye would be. And as long as that's tethered to your body, right, you turn around and you see this silver cord going back to you. As long as that's connected, you should be good. So what are the benefits of -of out-of-body experiences? I'm glad you asked. Um, Much like lucid dreaming, OBEs offer a range of benefits. So these benefits include expanding your perspective. So they can offer you a bird's eye view of your life, expanding you and helping you to see situations from a new angle. Think of your house. Um, (laughs) This might sound stupid, but you might float up to above your house and be like, oh, there goes my Frisbee or... I need to redo the the roof. Uh, don't be surprised. There are people that have found very simple like solutions and things out. The next is increased mindfulness. This experience often leads to a heightened sense of awareness and mindfulness. So these are both valuable traits for any entrepreneur, empath, or conscious creator. The next is spiritual insights. Many people report spiritual or mythical or mystical experiences during an OBE, which can be transformative in your spiritual journey. You may think of uh, running into another spirit. And I have a story for that. Next up, stress reduction. Oddly enough, many find OBEs incredibly calming experiences, reducing stress and anxiety. Another one is enhanced intuition. Some people find that their intuitive abilities are heightened after an OBE, which can be valuable for someone who's working on both personal and professional decision-making. Intuitive abilities would be great, great. So whether you're looking for a new perspective or seeking a deeper spiritual insight, OBEs offer a range of benefits. Now, we're going to go to some of the dangers and this is why i had the disclaimer so before we go any further it's crucial to address the potential risks associated with out-of-body experiences while many find obes to be enlightening and transformative they're not without their dangers especially for those who are unprepared or inexperienced one of those things could be disorientation One of the most common risks is disorientation or confusion during or after the experience. This can be unsettling and may take some time to fully recover from. Think of uh, just, you're just done. (laughs) You're like, I I thought I left my body. Now I'm getting up again, right? Uh, Another is uh, emotional impact. OBEs can emotionally 
be intense. And if you're not prepared, they can exacerbate existing emotional or psychological issues. So beware of that. Spiritual risks. Some belief systems suggest that there are spiritual risks involved, such as encountering negative entities. While this is a matter of a personal belief, it's worth considering. Got another story for that coming up. Physical safety. It's crucial to ensure you're in a safe environment when attempting an OBE, as you won't be aware of your physical surroundings during the experience. So I almost had an experience on the bathroom floor at an old job that turned into a sleep paralysis. That was nuts. I freaking, I was just so tired. I would just lock the bathroom door and they had, um, I say cold, but like just cold tile floors. I needed some sleep. I was getting like five, four hours of sleep around that time. And I just lied down on my back and you know, you're tired when you can lie down on a, like a hard solid floor, but it was cold and it was just, it was good. And I just, my body just passed out. And because I was extremely alert because I didn't want someone to be aware that I'm in the bathroom or, you know, like I just was aware of my surroundings. I wasn't able to go to sleep all the way. And once I heard something, I tried to jolt awake, but I felt a loud, well, I felt a loud, <laughs> I heard a loud vibration, like a, but like a buzzing noise and my whole body vibrated. Like there was something pressing me and keeping me into my body. And from what I understand, my soul didn't settle into the body all the way. I tried to wake up before the body was, you know, like putting your hand in a glove and you, you miss a couple fingers and you're, you have two fingers and one finger and like your, your, your pinky is all like, like that's, you know, think of that, but your whole body. And it was just nuts. And so I've had this experience before. So I stayed calm and I just relaxed and moved a couple fingers at a time. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. And I got up and went, went back to work. <laughs> so that was one personal story, but that's more of like some of the things you'll run into when attempting an out-of-body experience, which would be uh, sleep paralysis. And um, I know a lot of people go through that. That's something that you may run into or you have already ran into. And that's because you were about to or already had and were coming back from an out-of-body experience that you did not remember. So I have a personal story for you. Let's get into it. All right. So one time I felt myself floating up. So I went to sleep and all of a sudden I was just floating up. My eyes were closed. And it was weird because I was floating and I was spinning, but I'm sleeping and I didn't drink. I didn't do any drugs. So something was off. And at the time I was staying, my bedroom was in the basement. So if I float up, I'm going to the first floor. And that first floor was, I think, an empty office room that had like basic stuff. I'm floating up and I go through the floor and it's at this point where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm probably out of my body. So now I'm focusing on my surroundings to see if I can see what I can see. I'm in the other room above my room and I'm looking around and all I see is wood floors. So I just focus on that. And I, what I did see is, you know how wood floors have that, that grain from the wood. Um, I was trying to focus on that. And the only issue is it kept moving. The grain kept moving and shifting. And it was just like, what's going on? Uh, I tried looking around to other stuff, but it was blurry and fuzzy. And the weird part is things would pop in and out of existence. Freaky, right? So I looked into that later on. And uh, I've read that uh, 
because out-of-body experiences could be outside of space and time, objects can be can change based off of the time period you are experiencing. So if you've ever seen a movie where, I think there's a movie called Time Machine, and it gives you a good um, visual of the world around you. And as you speed up time, you get to see life in fast forward. So think about objects moving because life happens and you move objects and stuff. So I was seeing an empty room with objects just changing their places. So it was, it was it, I hope I explained that to you <laughs> or made it more confusing. So you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So I have two crazy stories. First crazy story, as promised, is when I heard that a father and son were separated due to distance. It could have been a divorce or the father had to work in a different state, what have you. The important thing is they were separated by, by like a distance where you couldn't visit each other in the same day easily. So they both were able to do out-of-body experiences. And now they took it to a step further and they met each other on the other side in this other realm that we go into. And they were able to hang out and explore the world and other places. And that would be cool. And I know you have a lot of questions around that, or I'm sure you do. I have questions too, but as far as like what they did and how they did it, not sure. I just know that that was something that happened and they were able to keep their close father and son bond, which is really cool. Really cool. Imagine uh, telling your, uh, your girlfriend or your boyfriend in another state, hey, I want to try something new. Let's try out of body experiences where we can hang out because we're at long distance. You're right. Nah, but <laughs> it would be cool. And I'm sure it's going to take a while for both parties to figure it out. But I feel like in the future, this will be something that would be normal. It would be cool to have this as a normal thing because it would solve a lot of problems instead of going into a virtual reality that someone else created and being limited on your connection with somebody and it not being private either. Uh, speaking of private experiences, uh, this is not, uh, and we're not going to go there. So dirty minds out there. So crazy story too. And I'll tell you why I, I mentioned private. So another crazy story is the guy who had an out of body experience where he was floating up out of his body. And then uh, he kept on doing it. He got excited for the next time he did it, that he just shot into the ceiling of his house, his bedroom. And then he went outside and then all of a sudden he hit something. Now think about it. If you can go through walls, why are you hitting things? He hit a craft. Okay. Yes, a craft. And the occupants in the craft were surprised to have even seen him there. And they're like, what are you doing? So I think from my, my memory, I'm just pulling this from memory. My memory of that story was that craft was... uh extraterrestrial beings or extra dimensional beings that some would call grays. Now this is aligned with the theory that beings we know as grays actually come from a different realm that some call the cosmic realm, right? That's the realm that you go to when you have an out-of-body experience, okay? Because you'd be floating around and people might not see you. Now our experiences with these beings could be for the most part, most of the time with our spirit bodies. So think of abductions, right? So this explains the time rift as well. Uh, when people have experienced abductions where you're driving in your car and then you have like a gap in time 
It could have been that they took your spirit body and forced an out-of-body experience. And that's another episode to dive into. And it would be pretty cool. I'll see if I can find someone that can speak to that a little bit more in depth. But essentially, some argue that we decided to reincarnate as a human and were some people were extraterrestrial beings that decided to reincarnate as a human to be part of an experiment on what it's like to be a human. So there you go. I'm pretty sure you didn't exper- uh, expect to hear that type of stuff here. <laughs> um, so getting back to uh, OBEs and, and lucid dreaming and all of that, as promised, there is a bonus. And the bonus is... And you guessed it, if you've been following another guide in achieving lucidity and out-of-body experience. So I also have tips that you can review right now since you're listening. And um, if you want to go a little bit deeper and more serious into it, I created a simple how-to guide with tips and tricks that you can try. And if these work for you, send a message. I want to hear about it. And maybe we can talk about it in a future episode. That would be cool, right? So here's some tips for achieving lucid dreams and OBEs. All right, so we're going to go into the finger trick. Sounds so bad. This is for lucid dreaming. I'll tell you right now, it's like trying to grab, one of the things I can think of at the top of my head is trying to grab the back of your palm or the inside of your palm. And if it just stretches out like more than what it should stretch out, there's a flaw in the reality and you are dreaming another one is the rope technique and this is for out-of-body experiences this one's pretty cool imagine climbing a rope to leave your physical body like a mime right but you're actually (laughs) leaving your body now there is one thing that you should have seen if you've been following along that's consistent in all these different things when it comes to dream analysis is the dream journal always have that dream journal. If you're waking up and you're like, wow, that was crazy. Just just have it next to your bed and just write or use your notes on your phone. Even though I suggest don't having your phone near your, near your bed when you're sleeping. If you're one of those people that use it as an alarm, all right, go to your notes, but write it down. There's another one called the mirror test. This is a reality check that can instantly tell you if you're in a dream or an out-of-body experience-er. I'm guessing if you're floating in the mirror with a silver line coming out of your head, well, you're probably having an out-of-body experience. So now, as we conclude, and if you want access to that guide, you can dive deeper into the how-tos and everything with that guide. Just go to the show notes or newhhuman.com forward slash lucid and OBE dreams to grab your digital copy. As we conclude today, I hope you found this enlightening as I did. I had fun researching this and finding dreams that I had that would be beneficial for you and that you'll get a kick out of. I have three years worth of multiple times a week. All right. So for me, I did put it in my phone and it was easy to search by keywords. So maybe you want to put it in your phone or you know, do the voice texting later if you wrote it down physically. Next time, we'll be diving into another captivating aspect of dream analysis called prophetic dreams, talking about the future, predicting the future. Those are one of my favorite ones, and we're going to go into that. 
So if make sure you tune into the next episode. And if you're ready to go deeper, don't forget to download that digital copy in the show notes or just go to newhuman.com forward slash lucid and OBE dreams. Thank you for joining me today in this episode. And remember to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as that will definitely help us connect with more people. So I'll see you out on the next episode. Peace.